You know, I was thinking this week, you know, we want breakthrough. How many people want breakthrough? And, you know, I, I think that, you know, as Christians, um, that uh, we can go through life and we know the blessings of God. You know, some of you have studied out the blessings of God. And, you know, the blessings of God is threefold. Uh, it's in Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from what? The curse of the law. And so, and so that what is the curse? Well, you can go to Deuteronomy and look at the, the curse from breaking God's law. And uh, one of the curse was, of course, we know Adam and Eve, they broke the law. And, of course, what, what did they get? Spiritual death. But thank God Jesus went to the cross. Thank God that we have spiritual life. Hallelujah. Amen. We have eternal life. And so we can be thankful for that. But even though we have eternal life, there still could be areas in our life that's not what Jesus wants it to be. In other words, Jesus said that he came that we may have life and have it barely enough. No, he didn't say that. He, in John 10, 10, he said it's the thief that comes to what? Steal, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. But how come sometimes we feel like our life isn't that abundant? How come there's, there, there's areas in our lives where I believe that, that, that we can go up a little higher in? Do you think you can go up a little higher in some areas in your life? Amen. Is there any areas in your life last year that you don't feel like you're walking in the hundredfold blessing? Maybe it's maybe you've been dealing with financial stress in your life. Maybe there's a, you know you've been dealing with with debt. Well, I believe that this year can be your year where God's going to break you off, break that debt off your life. You're only one person away from a miracle. Like I said last week, when publishing house, clearing house, you know, no, I'm kidding. But, but are you hearing what I'm saying? You're one miracle away. You're one connection away from somebody blessing your socks off. Are you listening to me today? Praise God. So, so there it's areas in our life. And I think as Christians uh, that, that what we do is we manage curse. What, Pastor? I mean, we, what, we get used to it. We, we, we get used to a little bit of sickness. We, we get a, used to a little bit of symptoms in our life. We get a, used to a little bit of lack. We, we, we just manage it. And we, we, we just manage curse. God doesn't want us managing curse. He wants us, he wants us walking out of the curse. Are you listening to me today? So I don't want to have any curse in my life. I don't want to have any curse in my relationships. Hallelujah. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? The enemy is going to work in every area of your life. He's going to try to, he comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, uh, you know, you know there's things in my household that, that I want to change. Amen. There should be things in your family that you want to change for the better. Not for the worse, but for the better. There's areas in our life. And I think we, again, we get used to it. And, you know, we, we don't want to get used to lack. We don't want to get used to sickness. We just don't want to manage it, but we want to get rid of it. Amen. Amen. That's the reason why we're fasting and praying, because there's dutimous power. Somebody say dutimous power. I'm going to get you preaching. Dutimous 
power in fasting and prayer. So, uh, you know, I, I think that's going to be, you know, you, if you tried everything else and you haven't tried fasting, try fasting. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you today? Does it have to come down to that, Pastor? Do I have to really go, go to that nth degree? You might have to. You might have to get to a place in your life where you... Listen, some of us aren't desperate enough. We're not desperate for the miracles of God. We're not desperate to walk in the power of God. We're not desperate to see a change. We need to get desperate. We need to get hungry again for the things of God. You know, they do... They, they, I hear people, they go overseas, and I hear that they do all these miracles overseas. I'm praying for miracles here. But why? You don't need a miracle if you have a doctor. Hello. Who, who needs to go to church and get prayer, prayer for when you got a physician that will give you some medication that will help alleviate your pain? I, I, oh, my. It's easier sometimes to go to a doctor than to the pastor. But, you know, you need to come to me. Let me pray for you first before you go under the knife. And maybe you won't have to go under the knife. Go under the knife of the Holy Spirit, glory to God. Amen. Amen? So we need, we need to have more faith and confidence in God's ability to see us through than our own ability or us trying to figure it out ourselves. So fasting will get us into that place, I believe, will bring us into that supernatural provision of God. The first week we talked about, about fasting, and I'm going to recap because, you know, uh, uh, repetition is, is the beginning of learning. Amen? So, so, so the first week we talked about spirit versus flesh. Amen? So, so, so I talked about that, 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 that we as Christians, we're going to walk either in the spirit or we're going to walk in the flesh. And, you know, it, it's a, you know, in uh, the two, uh, you know, if you walk in the spirit, the Bible says, you're walking in life and peace. Amen? But if you walk in the flesh, you're walking in death, yes. destruction. Uh, you know, uh, the Bible says if you sow to the flesh, you'll reap corruption. So, so there are actually two laws that, that, that are governing, you know, this world system. And there's, it's in Romans 8. There's the law of life in Christ Jesus that we can be walking in and walking under as we walk in the spirit of God. Or we can be walking in the law of sin and death, even as a Christian. Oh, pastor, I don't believe in that. Well, you know, you start, well, the Bible says you sowed to the flesh. You're not going to reap life. You're going to reap death. You, you, there's a consequence to sowing to the flesh. There's a consequence to sowing these things. And you may say, what does that mean, sowing to the flesh, Pastor? Well, we talked about it in Galatians. It, it, it's, it's, it's doing all the bad. It's, it's the seven deadly sins. You know? <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm talking about? It's more than seven deadly. Even one sin is deadly. <laughs> the seven deadly sins, you know. What is that? Well, it's just anything that, that's contrary to God's word. Adultery, fornication, lasciviousness, that's without restraint. Uh, you know, all these things. And if you're sowing, you know, lying, cheating, stealing. If you're sowing in that manner, you're sowing to the flesh. And we're going to reap corruption. 
But you know what? I want to sow to the Spirit. I want to, sow, I want to, I want to reap life and peace. And the Bible says when you're walking in the peace of God, when you're walking in the life of God, there is no law. There's no law. What, what does that mean, Pastor? When you're walking in the Spirit, there is no law. Well, there's, in other words, you're not under the law of, 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 of sin and death. You're not under that law. You're under the law of grace. You're under the law of life. You're under the law of the blessing. Are you listening to what I'm saying today? I want to walk under the law of the blessing. I want to be, I want to walk in the blessing of God. Amen. And so as, as we, as we think about this, we can walk either in the spirit or either in the flesh. And I want to walk in the spirit and see, see, how do you do that? You know, let me say this. It, first of all, it starts with your thinking. Your thinking, how you think about things. That's why you're in church today. Hopefully you're coming here and you're coming to get your minds renewed. Amen. Or, 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 or they're going to be conformed to the world. Your mind's either going to be renewed to the word of God or it's going to be conformed to this world system. And too many Christians, their minds are conformed to this world system. Are you listening to me today? Have you gone home? In other words, we spend an hour uh, on Sunday morning getting the word of God and getting, woo, they, we're sowing to the spirits. That's why you press through the rain today. You press through the flesh today. You came in church today because you wanted something more. You just didn't want a fleshy comfort of sleeping in. No, you wanted to sow to the spirit so that you could reap life and peace. I don't know about you, but I want more peace in my life this year. How many people can, 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 can use a little bit more peace to this year? I'm telling you, I, I don't like stress. Does anybody out here like stress? I don't want any stress in my life. I, I want total peace, shalom. Nothing broken, nothing missing. Are you listening to me today? And so, and so we, 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 we sow to the spirit and we reap life and peace. One of my favorite scriptures about, fa I think this is a great fasting scripture. Because I'm going to say this, and I probably should have titled Fasting and prayer and the word for the breakthrough instead of just fasting for the breakthrough. Because you can fast and if you don't put the word of God in while you're fasting. If you're not praying while you're fasting. If you're watching carnal TV and watching. Are you listening? Then it's just a diet. Woo! In other words, you need to start putting some word in. In other words, if you're going without that meal, put some word in. In other words, the, the word of God is considered faith food for your spirit. And some of us, you know, we have, you know, you know, basically we have skinny spirits. And we need our spirits fed by the word of God. And the more you feed your spirit, man, the word of God, amen, it will get strong in God. And then when the enemy comes against you, you're going to be able to stand against the storms of life. Do you know the storms are coming? They're, they come to everybody, but you know what? Those that are going to able to, will be able to stand are the ones that are sowing to the Spirit. They're, they're the ones that are receiving the Word of God, and they're becoming strong in God. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says it this way, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies 
a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. And do not be conformed to this world, by be, but be transformed by renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, perfect will of God. So, so we need to, so Paul is saying he's beseeching us to present our bodies as living sacrifices to God. You know, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about what is sowing to the flesh, and of course it's all that negative. But even in the natural, when you're eating uh, junk food, you're sowing. <laughs> Hello. When you're eating that junk food, you're actually sowing to the flesh. In other words, you're putting stuff in your body that's not really good for your body. You're blessing it and hoping that God's going to take all the negative out of it. Lord, I, I can eat anything. I, eat, I can eat. No deadly thing will hurt me. Amen. I used, to, I used to quote that scripture, you know. But the scripture actually says if you drink any deadly thing, it won't hurt you. But, but bottom line is, you know, I, you, know you, you pray over it. But, but, you know, whatever you sow, you're going to reap. Whatever you put in, it's going to come out. And you know what? That's why this, this fast, I hope you're going with some kind of modified Daniel's fast and you're eliminating the sugar, glory to God. Because I said last week, sugar is not good for you. We eat way too much of it and it, and it, and it, it, it actually will feed cancer. Amen. Amen. Sugar feeds cancer. Amen. But when you're running on... Uh, on good fuel, and your body's running on ketones and, and, instead of running on sugar, and run, running on all that stuff, I'm telling you, your body's going to work the way God created it to work. Amen? And so I'm going to say this. Paul was one of the greatest apostles in the New Testament. Would you agree with me there? You know, he wrote about two-thirds of the New Testament. Paul was a great man of God. He he had visions of heaven. This man had visions. Even the apostle Peter said some of Paul's writings were hard for him to understand. And Peter walked with Jesus. Think about Paul. Paul had a relationship with God like no other in, in the New Testament. This man uh, wrote almost two-thirds of the New Testament, and, and he walked with God. This man walked with God. But what was interesting... In 1 Corinthians, uh, Paul is saying here, he's talking about running your race. And he's saying that every man has a race to run. And he said that, that, that he's running a race for God. We all have a, a race to run. Amen. And, he's, and he says here in 1 Corinthians 9, verses 24 through 27, he says, uh, in the main thing I want to focus on, he says, but I keep my body under and bring it into subjection Lest by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be disqualified or a castaway. So Paul, even though he walked with God and he had these visions and he, and he built all these churches, he still felt like it was a need to keep his body down. How about us? Have you had spiritual visions of Jesus have you wrote some, have you wrote any scriptures late? Oh, you hear what I say? How much more do you think that we should, you know, uh, 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 bring our bodies into subjection, amen, to keep our bodies under? And we know how Paul did that 
Because Paul said that he fasted quite often. So we keep our, our bodies under, amen? Uh, you know, I like it, what it says in Romans 8, 12, and 13. It says, therefore, brethren, we are not debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So what is walking in the Spirit? What does that mean, walking in the Spirit? Again, walking in the Spirit is really, oh, man, walking in the Spirit is walking in the love of God. It's the, it's the, you know, the new covenant is not just based on the Ten Commandments and following the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments is good. You know, we should adhere to the Ten Commandments. We should be aware. I, I, can't, I can't name all ten of them. But I can name the one commandment of the New Testament. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. And if you love God and you love your neighbor, glory to God, you're not going to do anything and you're not going to break the Ten Commandments against your neighbor. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? In other words, we need to walk in the law of love. Anybody have a challenge doing that? <laughs> Anybody? Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? You ever get challenged walking in that love, that love walk? I'm telling you, every day we, it can be a challenge. The, the, one of the things we need to be very careful with, and you know, you know there, there's two types of sins. You know, there, there's, there's iniquities and transgressions. And, and, and transgressions, when you transgress the law on the outside, iniquities are sins of the heart. You can't see iniquities. But, but there are things in the heart that, that, that they're little things where we're holding, you know, things against people. He hello. And we're holding, you know, we're holding unforgiveness in our hearts. And we're holding some things in our hearts that's not right. And we got greed in our hearts. And we got, we got, we got things in our hearts that's not right. And we need to plow up that fallow ground. And hopefully when you're fasting and, and, and this, this three, three weeks, that God will reveal some areas in your life. Maybe some areas where you need to let go. Let go of what some people have done to you last year. Let bygones be bygones. Bury the hatchet. <laughs> Not in their head, but bury the hatchet. Let it go. We need to let some things go. You know, uh, it's funny. You know, this, this, you know, this year, I believe it's going to be our year where we're going to evangelize and go out. We're already making flyers, and I'm making a point to go out and witness. And uh, uh, I went out witnessing this week, uh, and I'm going to try to witness every week, just going out to shops and near this, near this uh, church building, and we're going out, passing out cards, praying for people. Praise God. And I asked my mom, I said, of course, I asked Yen, and I said, Yen, you want to go out and pray with people? And she said, no, I got too much work to do, you know. And she does, she does a lot of work. Yin does a lot of background work. Thank, I mean, Yin makes me look, Yin and the Holy Spirit, phew, man, if I have lost either one, I'd be in trouble. Are you listening to me? I'm going to say this, men, thank God for a good spouse, for a good wife. Thank God for a good, godly wife. Amen? And then ladies, thank God for a good, godly husband. <laughs> You know, it's like Sunday mornings, you know, I, the, you know, you, you get everything ready. The kids, everything. I just have myself to take care of. I mean, she can get it all done. 
And you know, and I, you know what I'm talking about. And I gotta work it all. My, I, I, it takes me, it takes me some time to get it all together. Amen. Are you, are you listening to what I'm saying to you? It, take, it takes time for me to put it together. Amen. And you know, gotta make sure I got the right look for, for, for you know, and 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 to prepare spiritually. Glory to God. I do help her out a little bit, but she she is awesome. Amen. She and the Holy Spirit. I mean, whoo, man, glory to God. But anyway, so we got to walk in the, the law of love. And when we walk in the law of love, it opens up the doors of blessings in our lives. And, and so the law of love, amen, is the key. And, of course, we know this, that when, we open, when we're walking the law uh, of the flesh, when we sow to the flesh, then what we do is, you know, two things happens. It actually, you know, listen, you, there is a devil out here. And, and believe it or not, he's out, he has your number. And he knows your weaknesses. And he's going to find... See, see, I don't want the devil to have legal access to my life. And how do we give the devil... How, how, do a, how does a Christian that's supposed to be walking under the grace of God, that's supposed to be walking you know, under the divine protection of God, how can a Christian... How, how can he uh, uh, be... Uh, attacked by the devil, just just do the right things and you're going to be attacked. Amen. Just start living right for God, you're going to be attacked. Amen. And he's going to try to come against you. And, and you may have felt it this week. He's going to try to come against you. But, 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 but not just doing the right things. If you start dabbling in doing the wrong things, that gives him a legal right to come against you. And he will come against people if we give. How, how do you give him a legal right, Pastor? Well, sin will give him a legal right. But even if you are walking in unforgiveness, oh, Pastor, did you have to go there? Yeah, if you're holding a fence, if you're holding these things, that can give a legal right for the enemy to uh, attack us. We, we were praying for this lady, and um, she was dealing with some physical problems. And one of the things she said was there was she, she was having some issues with a relative, and that was coming out. You know, people will talk. And, you know, what came to me was, oh, you got to walk in love. You know, if you're dealing with any kind of, if you're dealing with any kind of pain in your life, you may need to check your love walk. If you're dealing with any, if you're dealing with any issues in your life, you might want to check your love walk. You might want to check if you're walking in the love of God. You might want to check, you know, how is your thinking towards your brother? Amen. Are you praying for those who despitefully use you? Are you praying for blessing? Are you praying for, praying for the fire of hell to rain on them? How are you praying for these people? How are you thinking about people? Because, you know, we're sowing three ways. You can sow to the Spirit in three ways. How do you sow? You sow by your thinking. Your thoughts are seeds. How we think about things are seeds. And we meditate on the wrong things. That can be either death. We meditate on the right things. That can be life. And our words are seeds. A lot of times the devil will get, get, get a, come against us because we have wrong words coming out of our mouths. We're, you know, shh, praise God. I almost said this morning, oh, we, uh, hopefully we'll have somebody show up this morning, you know. But I stopped and I, uh, we're going to have, we're, it's going to be a packed house. That was the next thing that came out of my mouth. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? In other words, you know, whenever you encounter a problem, 
first words out is going to govern what happens in that situation. First word, how are you going to respond when something bad is happening? First, you better say, hallelujah. James 1 says, count it all joy. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Count it all joy. You, you, better, you, better have, you better have your tongue locked down, glory to God. If it's nothing but negative thoughts, you better lock down your tongue, glory to God. But you know, you're going to have to say, and I said to myself, I almost said, we're not going to have, uh, it's going to be a packed house. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you today? Why? Because God responds to our positive words and God's word, uh, God's promises spoken out our words. That's where angels are. The Bible says angels work for us. What? Angels hearken to the voice. Psalms 103 verse 20. Angels hearken to the voice of God's word. And when you start speaking God's promises, and you start speaking the word of God, and you start speaking those promises, angels are on assignment. But you know what? The opposite is true as well. When we start speaking negative, and when we start saying negative things out of our mouths, negative things about people, don't ever say negative things about your spouse. Do you want them to be that way? No, you always speak positive over your spouse. You always think positive over your spouse, over your boss. Just speak positive. Why? Because they're going to be conformed to the image that comes out of your mouth. Ooh, man, that's, I can drop the mic right now. That's it. We don't need anything else today. If you just got that today, glory to God. You, it just improved your marriage 100%. This is not a marriage seminar, but I'm telling you, just that word right there would put your marriage, woo, like heaven on earth. Are you hear what I'm saying to you today? So love and humility is the ultimate keys to walking in the spirit. This produces the optimal grace in our lives. God's grace opens all kinds of blessings in our life. Last week we focused on two main thoughts. Fasting and sacrifice. Fasting, first thought, is a sacrifice. And, uh, and, and, and I said last week that I don't know about you, but it seems like God loves for us to sacrifice. Do you remember that? It's that, that there's something about sacrificing something for God, amen, that, 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 that causes God to be excited, amen, uh, sacrifice. And really, uh, I think what it is is God, listen, the Bible says that we don't, you know, in, in 1 John, the, uh, the gospel, in first, oh, well, not the gospel, but 1 John in the New Testament, John the Apostle of Love, uh, uh, which is a, a wonderful book that he wrote. But, you know, the very last thing that somebody writes is normally a very important thing. And, one, and, and, and it, because it, it, it makes you think, the last thing that you write, the last salutation, whatever, when you write in a book or in a letter, and he wrote a letter to a church, and uh, he said, my children, guard yourself from idols. Guard yourself from idols. So he's talking about growing up in the spirit, and he's talking about that we need to guard ourselves from idols. I'm talking about sacrifice today, because... 
Because, you know, there are some things in our lives that we can allow to be bigger than God. Tune in next week for the completion of this message. We would like to invite you to join us Sunday morning at Virginia Beach SDA Church located at 4136 Holland Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Service starts at 10.30 a.m. Nursery and Children's Church provided. This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and the Congregation of Exceed Life Church. For more information, visit us at www.exceedlifechurch.org.